Welcome to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help women become confident leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I am Rachel Perman. We are your hosts, certified coaches, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Raymond Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. We know that most women struggle with seeing themselves as leaders. Our mission is to help you activate your resilience, show up authentically, and say yes to leading yourself well, so you can take care of everything else. What you've overcome makes you a leader, so it's time to own it. Let's dive in and talk about what it takes to step into the shoes of the wise, confident person you were placed on this earth to be. Hey, Overcomers, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we want to talk about something that is a common desire among women in leadership. And I honestly don't think it's something that is talked about that much. It's talked about a lot with men, but women don't talk about it as much. And that is the topic of respect. Yeah. So we recently, um, actually, we asked our online audience to answer a survey for us on their different thoughts on women's leadership. And the answers were kind of astonishing. And I think they just kind of uh, reiterated the fact that we don't talk about respect the way that we should when it comes to women's leadership or the mm-hmm. fact that it is actually important to talk about. So when we asked what your three biggest fears are when it comes to leading well in your business, your career, your life, the most common answer um, was among the lines of this thought. And this was um, this wasn't like a pick and answer one. This was like a blank right. box. So we didn't yes. like feed them um, some answers. But this was the common one, not being taken seriously or losing respect. And I think even like not getting respect. Not getting respect. Yeah. Not even just some of it. losing it, like right. not having it at all. Like or, having or having to- it and then losing it. Right. Um, I found it interesting <laughs> to note, and I said this to Mandy when I was looking through the notes. I'm like, I think we should talk about this a little bit. Um, that they did not mention the word love Mm-mm. at all. So my mind immediately goes to the things that I was taught when growing up and not even growing up, more like in my 20s um, in in mainstream Christianity and evangelical Christianity, when the books like Love and Respect came out Mm -hmm. um, or... um, like for it, women only yeah, was one of them. Like, like it was a huge five love languages five, kind of yeah, a little bit. Like there was a idea. huge thing in Christian circles, and especially when it came to marriage and relationships, that women did not like if they were given the choice between love or respect, they would choose love. Like nine times out of ten, there was maybe a random woman somewhere that would choose respect, but like it was just put out there like this was something that women never wanted and then men on the opposite side would never choose love over respect and i think as like over the last couple of years as and i don't think deconstruction is necessarily the word i would use for my Mm -hmm. faith journey but definitely as as my eyes have been opened to other opinions on faith and christianity and as i've learned more um 
And and honestly, kind of watching this come out now, um, there's been a lot of harm done with yes. that belief that, you know, women only want love and men only want respect. And yes, this was in a context of personal relationships mm-hmm. and not necessarily in work. Um, but when you like pigeonhole something like that, you know, trying to force women to walk this dichotomy of like, we only want love in our marriages but we want respect at work. Like, how do you do that? Like, there's such a duality well, yeah. of being like, clearly confusion. Well, yeah. And nobody's going to walk this out well. And honestly, um, I fell prey to this too. But like, this kept a lot of women in the idea that if you just love a partner or respect a partner, they will love you back. Which led to a lot of abuse and people staying in abusive mm-hmm. marriages. And I just found it so interesting that when we... When we asked women leaders, those words didn't come up at all. No, they did use words such as like women. We need women in our community to be kind and compassionate Mm -hmm. first. Yep. That's not necessarily the same as love. No. Um, And I think, too, when you think back to when that whole verbiage Mm -hmm. and that movement was popular among the the Christian realm. Right. I I think... you know, our first experience as leaders, as adults, mm-hmm. really was in ministry settings. Oh, yeah. Like yep. volunteer settings of being um, leaders in like music ministry or women's ministry or like women's events ministry yep. and leading youth Bible group. studies. I used youth to do group. a lot of stuff with the youth group. And, and when you think about it that way, we have a a generation of women who were growing up in their vital like late teenage to early 20s, mm-hmm. early adult years with this this messaging of men want respect, women want love. And so therefore in any setting mm-hmm. they didn't learn self-respect, right? Or that they were worthy of respect. Right. Turns out we need both. We need both. Right. <laughs> and I think it's such an important thing. Like this survey that we did. It was eye-opening. So eye-opening. You need to know that we did this survey. Um, we, we, I don't think we sent it to our list. We didn't send it to our email list, but we did post it on social media. Mm-hmm. And I posted it in several different women's leadership and entrepreneur groups. Facebook groups that I'm in. Right. So these were women, like 300 to 1,000 women in in these groups, Mm -hmm. all within the, like, our community of Bismarck, Mandan, North Dakota, um, Fargo, North Dakota. There's there's one group where it's, like, Midwest Mm -hmm. female entrepreneurs. And then also just our entire, like, in our stories. Yep. So anybody that follows us us. and we have people who follow us from all over the nation and all over the world, really. Mm -hmm. So the people that were answering this to see them, first of all, write such in-depth questions, the answers, the answers to the questions um, and insightful, because some of the other questions we asked were like, what were some of your biggest pet peeves Mm -hmm. about women's leadership? And we'll (laughs) probably get into that and do a podcast about that. Yeah, that's probably a whole podcast of itself. That was was really great, too. But in all of their answers, not just this this question of, you know, what are your three biggest fears when it comes to leading well, in every answer that they gave for every question asked, respect was the undertone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, women like, are getting it. Absolutely. In and I was like, wow, that is so different from how a lot of us were taught. I mean, honestly, in all transparency, like my very first book that I wrote, which was more of a 
more of a coaching program than a book book um, was on that idea mm-hmm. of, you know, women need that love first and then maybe if respect Just celebrate comes, your man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God. Don't say that like you're ashamed of it. it was, I'm it was a little actually, bit ashamed of it. Like well, if I could write it now, I'd maybe probably ashamed rewrite isn't it. Isn't the right word? Like I think I have cringy. Learned, I have learned a lot since then yeah. about what it really takes to have a adult, respectful, loving relationship mm-hmm. both together. Well, and, um, I, and I did not realize at the time. And how do you when right. when the people that you're learning from and the people that are influencing you and leading you are teaching this and you know it's only in the last couple years i mean really like last two to three years that they've started doing research on how detrimental this was Mm -hmm. to you know young women that were learning it young married couples that were you know being taught this um idea and i just think you know it it reminds me of (laughs) so um, I used to write all of the content that I would teach. It was like a Bible study. Like I've mm-hmm. literally been writing Bible studies since I was like 19, 20 years old because I used to use them um, for the youth group that I was a leader in. And I would, you know, just write them out on my computer, type them out and we'd use them for Wednesday night. And I always got a lot of like feedback about how good it was and how encouraging it was and how much they liked my writing from like the pastors that were on staff and all of that. And um, to me, that sounds like the love, quote unquote, that women need, you know, like you need right, the encur- encouragement, the encouragement, the like way to go. And you got this and all of that stuff. However, comma, what I didn't have was the respect. And mm-hmm. I did not know that until things started to get a little ugly behind the scenes on the leadership team. And um, they started stealing my content and using my content after we had left that church they started using it they would print it like and i only know this because a family member saw it happen but um they would use my bible studies Mm -hmm. for bible studies that they were running at the church still that i was not leading i was not given credit for and then you were actually told you weren't good at it right yeah um, if you can see how I know. how big my eyes just rolled, guys, Um, I had to do an internship at this particular place and they had to evaluate, you know, my leadership skills. Mm-hmm. And I was given scores that I was a mediocre writer and a mediocre speaker and then went and stole my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think like and as a woman of faith, then at that point, I wouldn't I wouldn't even have known how to confront that. Like it was just kind of ignored. And I've just kind of had to like figure out how to deal because that's just what happens. Like there isn't this level of respect and we're supposed to be okay with that. Like that's so weird to me now. It is. And I think there's a movement of women who are realizing the disconnect in that Mm -hmm. because like in the leadership realm where you are taught leadership skills, um, you're, you're taught that respect is earned and not given. Um, I, I think that's a load of crap. I do too. I, I think you need to respect the people that are in leadership. You need to respect the people on your team. A deeper level of respect and trust is earned. Oh, yeah. Trust is totally like, earned. Trust is totally yep. earned. And respecting people for who they are as an individual comes mm-hmm. with time. But respecting them for the leadership that is placed above you 
you should have enough character development to be able to do that, even right. if you as don't a agree fellow with them. Human being yes. is like what they contribute yes. to this world. You don't just steal their things, and right? Like, and I think women your own. aren't. Women haven't been taught in the past how to handle that, mm-hmm. or even that it's wrong. If right? It's not um, given to them, right? Or like you're, it's okay, okay that you're upset, or the yeah. fact that you want to like call it out, or whatever. And I'm really excited that as we are. You know, see, when we saw these answers come in, I think it really just solidified for us that we are talking to the right people. Yes. Like we, the things that we care about and we talk mm-hmm. about on the podcast or we talk about in our coaching programs and our experiences, whatever, um, that we are mad about the same things that you guys are mad right. about, that we want to change the same things that you guys are mad about, that our fears um, are the same and we want the same mm-hmm. things. We don't just want to be loved and coddled and be like, you know, this inspirational, encouraging messages of you go, girl, like I want to be. There's a lot of that. And I think a lot of it is full of cringy backstabbing. And I think this happens even in our industry. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about the coaching service industry, especially online. Yes. um, Influencer industry. There's a lot of that. And then tons of backstabbing behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. Or content think, stealing or, or yeah. you know, pretending, whatever it is. And I think, you know, we've got to do better mm-hmm. just as human <laughs> beings, but definitely as women, um, this whole idea of respect, clearly women are feeling it mm-hmm. and they're ready to um, be taught the deeper leadership things of like sensitive people issues and how do you handle that and how do you become a respected leader. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fascinating because sometimes what happens when you have women who are, you know, um, pushing back against the the societal societal norms that have been there Mm -hmm. and they're speaking up, they can sometimes, and we've done it, um, you can sometimes get so fired up about standing up for what's right that you unintentionally say really bold things without thinking through, okay, well, but do I really think that about every other person? Right. Right. Like I think, and and where I'm trying to go with this is that women need to respect the men that they work with just as much as the men mm-hmm. need to respect the women that they work with. Yep. It's mutual. It's mutual. Um, You can be fired up about changing something for better when you see a problem, but you don't have to disrespect the men to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. And men don't have to disrespect the women to keep what they have. Right. Like we can learn how to be grownups. We can learn how to be mature and lead in the midst of hard things, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be hard. Right. Like it's not going to be easy or feel good Mm -hmm. because it will force you to face some things. So um, when I was doing some research about this, I was just kind of curious, like what kind of leadership training has been floating around the Internet Mm -hmm. on this topic of respect for women leaders? And I found this article that was written in 2014. So basically the year we started in business. And it was full of like 12 ways that women can gain respect in the workplace. Okay. Which sounds great. Sounds great. Um, and there were some things on this list were like, yeah, okay, you know, like dress for the job that you want. Okay, duh. 
Right. But also, you know, things have changed a little bit and our <laughs> the bar has been lowered drastically right. the last couple of years. Right. Um, just overall. And now we have, you know, working from home and how does that work? And right. half people are like, I'm I'm business on the top and party company on the bottom. <laughs> and so you got to do what you got to do there. But um, there were other things like, uh, you know, if you want to gain respect, then you need to do the work and put in really long hours and sacrifice things for a period of time to prove that you're a team player. That that do there's men a get level the same I don't know. advice. I feel like they don't. I think well, I think overall leadership advice sometimes Probably. is that way. Yeah. Um, but this was the kicker that made me roll my eyes about as far as you <laughs> just rolled yours a little bit ago. Um, there was one, and it was the second tip on the list. And it second was second tip. Second tip on the list, like right at the top. Don't sleep with people you work with. And I'm paraphrasing. That I mean, right. it was more like you know, don't sleep with people who have the same business card as you or something like that. But basically, don't sleep with people you work with. And the fact that this is the second tip in an article on leadership written by a woman, mind you, right, says a whole lot about what women think of other women in leadership. Right. And I don't know where this writer was from. I'm guessing right. maybe a larger city like New York City or L.A. or something like that. Right. Um I mean, and there's this whole idea of sleep your way to the top. Right. And, you know, what we think of other right. women. But do we really have to say it? Like, uh, we really have to say that, I guess. Huh? I guess. I don't Because oh. I was floored. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, if you are a woman of character and respect, like, you should know that already. Like, you should just know some things. You but also, think so. I feel like we're missing the deeper story here of how to be a respected leader. Right. Because I know some people who, you know, their personal life isn't something that that I would choose. But I, they're still pretty respected leaders mm -hmm. for how they treat other people. Right. Even though their, you know, romantic relationship choices might not be mm -hmm. the greatest. Some people have really some, bad pickers. <laughs> they so. really do. And so... Um, the thing about this is, according to our survey, many women really do feel like the examples of female leadership around them boil down to like fake friendships, a terrible standard of small talk, and even using people for your own financial gain. And I think we especially see this in the direct sales MLM network marketing industry. Oh, for sure. Um, one of the women in our survey had mentioned that kind, authentic, compassionate women leaders are really lacking in her community. Mm. And I think this is so eye-opening. And like, this is the part where we're going to say it again. Ladies, we have got to do better. Right. Like, if you want to be respected, you have to figure out what am I doing to, to be a person that is, is worthy of a deeper respect. Right. Like, I, I don't want to say worth respect because everybody is worth respect. Right. But if you're la like... If you feel like you're not getting the respect that you deserve and everybody is respecting her but not you, then what do we need to do about that? Right. Because you're the only one who can change it. Mm -hmm. And I think I mean, when you think about like what their answers are on what they think is is not going well with women in leadership, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have anything to do with what the gal is wearing. No. Or who her romantic relationships are. Like, we need better. And we've talked about this, I think, in a, in the episode of, like, mm -hmm. you know, is it women's issues or leadership? 
we need better information out there for women leaders. I mean, for goodness sakes, like that's not what was on this survey. They want to know how to be kind and authentic and compassionate. They want to have real friendships and, you know, know how to talk to people and not sell, you know, pimp your product. Like Mm -hmm. that's the kind of leadership skills these women are asking for. And what they're getting is don't sleep with your coworkers and dress for the job you want. Right. Which is very superficial, like. Right. That's not going answers. To, it's not going to help you long term. And honestly, it's not going to make you like help you become a quality person. No. And what is going to is your character. Like this is literally mm-hmm. the stuff that they're talking about, because people who respect other people, no matter what their gender is, are people of character. Yes. And people who are kind and compassionate and care about the people who are following them or, you know, um, inspired by them or influenced by them that they are compassionate, kind people. Those are people of character. Mm-hmm. So I think, and we think that a respected female leader is intentional about growing her character. That's really what it comes down to. And that's where we saw the disconnect on the leadership um, training that is out there for women specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but We wanted to fill that gap a little bit because this is what women want. They want the character buildings. Hey, Overcomer, we've got a few questions for you. So let's take a quick break from the episode to have a chat. The first question is this. Are you sick and tired of the typical women's leadership presentations that are full of unicorns and rainbows and that toxic positivity that doesn't actually help you grow? Second question is, do you want to learn how to lead in your business and career with grace and grit? Meaning you want to develop the wisdom and resilience that requires you to weather all the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Are you craving those nitty gritty leadership skills that cut to the challenging issues that strong leaders face? You know, the kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. Lastly, do you dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted? A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. If this resonates with you on any level, then I want you to run to the show notes to get your spot in fearless feminine leadership. It's the three-day live experience designed to help you overcome your fears of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. Inside this three-day online experience, we'll teach you how to kick your fears in the ass by discovering how to know when the fear of not being respected is sabotaging your leadership with your team and in your business. You'll learn the number one thing you do that actually undermines your leadership and causes people to not take you seriously as a leader, as well as what to start doing instead. And you'll also discover the secrets to being a fearless female leader and the characteristics you need to strengthen to start leading like a boss. We've learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to being fearless female leaders of teams and businesses. And we're sharing all of our secrets with you. So grab your spot in fearless feminine leadership today at the link in the show. Okay, back to the show. Let's talk about some of the things that a respected female leader does 
to grow her character. Because if you're listening to this, I'm assuming you want better things than right. dress for the you job You definitely that you want. want respect. <laughs> right. So let's talk about it. So first things first is she respects herself. So you have to respect yourself and keep your promises to yourself. She's not a people pleaser. Nope. Um, and I think for many of us that are former people pleasers, we learn that people like therapists have to be part of our team mm-hmm. of people that keep us healthy and growing our character. Because um, if you want to learn how to respect yourself and keep promises to yourself and not just to be sacrificing yourself to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you usually have to do that with a trained person. Like you can't just really grow up, you know, wake up one day and be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. And it's going to all go well. Mm-hmm. But it's the first thing you have to do is learn how to lead yourself well first and respect yourself first before mm-hmm. you can even respect others. Well, and I think to even take this point further, I think, you know, there's a lot of leadership training out there that really is phenomenal. It's great. It teaches you a lot of different things and the that are needed, mm-hmm. right? Like both the masculine and the feminine traits that we talked about in yep. last week's episode. I think the thing about this is, though, when you are a person who does not respect yourself mm-hmm. and you don't respect other people around you and you are just motivated by... um you know, making sure that what you need and want in life is met above all else. Mm -hmm. You tend to be one of those people who sits in the audience and thinks, I got this. I know this. I don't have to apply it. Mm -hmm. And then you become a really bad example of (laughs) leadership training. And I think this is where we as women, we need to be willing to point that out to people in a way that is, um, encouraging and speaks to the hero of who they could be, mm-hmm. not, you know, tearing them down. And right. I think that's the thing that women have a tough time doing is how do we give constructive criticism without being a bully? Mm-hmm. And that comes with practice. <laughs> it right. comes with um, being willing to um, really like respond to a situation with wisdom and thought instead of reacting emotionally. Like take some time to consider what your words are going to be when you have to bring something like that up Mm -hmm. instead of just being somebody who is so boldly speaking so loudly (laughs) that you don't even realize how it's coming across to other people. Right. Right. And I think this all goes into that character development side of this of, you know, learning how to build the skills that you need, both the masculine Mm -hmm. and the feminine, because there's amazing communication content out there. Like you do not have to stumble in the dark on how to communicate um, better instead of letting your emotions um, be the forefront of how you communicate or overreact or, you know, whatever. I I mean, we even have great content that we Mm -hmm. teach our clients on this. So we don't have to stumble around. And I think sometimes we use that excuse of, you know, I don't need to or, you know, I already know this Mm -hmm. or this is just the way that I am. Um, And it's a stumbling block and an excuse. And you're just sitting there constantly consuming content, but you're not activating it. Right. And it's really, really hard, whether male or female, um, to respect a leader that doesn't know how to communicate in crisis, doesn't know Mm -hmm. how to communicate when emotions are high, doesn't know how to handle conflict well like it's just very difficult Mm -hmm. no matter what gender that person is um so i think 
as female leaders, really learning how to do that well mm-hmm. does set you up to be respect yourself because you will have the confidence that you are not tearing people apart or relationships or your mm-hmm. coworkers. Um, but I think it is part of getting that respect you deserve is learning how to be a good communicator. It is. And with that, um, you grow your character by recognizing when you're gossiping and when yep. you're focusing on petty things yep. and then choosing to change that in yourself. Mm-hmm. Like stop gossiping, stop focusing on the petty things. And this is not to say that you're ever like you're you're going to completely get rid of those feelings or that need. Right. Like you need to find a place where you can process all of that, but train yourself to notice when you're doing it so you can start to make a change. Because mm-hmm. honestly, the emotions don't necessarily go away. Like even learning good communication skills and good conflict resolution skills, it, anger sticks around frustration Mm -hmm. happens these things all happen so learning how to process your own emotions and viewpoints um and then the the opposite skill of learning how to consider and look at another person's viewpoints and emotions um especially people who do not think maybe like you do Mm -hmm. um that is one of the ways that you can earn that respect through your communication like a lot Mm -hmm. of this is really coming down to how we communicate um because that's that's how we interact mm-hmm. with the world. That's how you're interacting with your coworkers. That's how you're interacting with your team, um, with your family, with your boss. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like you're not getting respected, like maybe somebody else is in the office that's also a woman, this could be part of it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk. Let's flip this now from communication to personalities, because understanding personalities, both your own and other people, is going to be a way that you can build connection. And connection is that thing, I think, when we talked about, like, you know, you we don't think that you have to earn respect or love, but trust mm-hmm. is one of those things that really needs to be, you know, like when it's broken, you need to do the work to fix it. And connection is one of the ways that you do that. And learning how, um, who people are and why they respond the way that they do, why they talk the way that they do, why mm-hmm. they think the way that they do, why they dress the way that they do, um, that I think is like when my, I love learning personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just such a cool way for us to get respect, um, just by leading in and connecting with mm-hmm. people. Absolutely. And I think with that comes knowing how to market, how to sell products, mm-hmm. how to, um, connect people to solutions outside of what you do or right. what you offer. Because the connection has to come first. It don't does. You think? <laughs> and the the fact of the matter is you're not going to be for everybody. Like Ooh. as a leader, there might be a leader on your team or a co-leader on your team that a staff member works better with. Mm-hmm. Let them work together. Like yep. this is this is one of the things that um, Rachel and I do really well. We always have clients that will maybe start working with us at an event or in a group coaching program. And then they want to work one-on-one with us, mm-hmm. but they, they don't want to make the decision. <laughs> they they don't want us pick. to. I think they think they're going to hurt our yeah, feelings. And they're not no. like we, we have had several instances where Rachel and I will swap clients because we both recognize, okay, this client has gone as far as I can take them right now. Mm-hmm. They need your expertise, Rachel, right. yep. or, you know, they need mine. And so, we will talk to them and say, hey, I think you should work with Rachel on this. Mm-hmm. 
once you work through that, we can come back if you want to keep working on this other area, but you need to be able to work on that. And they are fine with that. Mm-hmm. And the, they often flourish, honestly. They, they yeah. do. And it's so funny because sometimes they're like, well, you're both great, but I think I might want to work with you if that's okay. That's totally fine. <laughs> it's also fine if you feel like Rachel's a better fit. Like right. we don't feel bad about that. And that is rare. I, think. I don't think so. I think that 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 it's not competition. Right. Like between between, between us yeah. or business owners, yep. I think it's rare for business owners to have that type of a partnership where they don't like they are more focused on what's what's best for the client than feeding their ego. Mm. Now, are there times where maybe Rachel has more clients than I do because I've been focusing on more speaking or maybe I have more clients than Rachel because she's been focusing on writing a book or something. And then we wake up one day and we're like, gosh, why don't I have as many clients as you? <laughs> like, it's never about like, why don't people want to work with me? Right. It's what, what am I forgetting to do now right. that my time has opened up right. and I have more time? And that's a marketing aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all that is. It has nothing it to do with our skill. It has nothing to do with with people like her more than me or vice versa. And you have to be willing how to know that. Mm-hmm. And and um, also to know how to sell a product versus is now the time to just honor this person where they're at. Right. Right. I, it, it just like you and I have both been in a lot of network marketing type um, businesses, MLM mm-hmm. type businesses um, we've done a, we've been to a lot of home parties. We've, we've done, done it wrong ourselves. We've done we many, many things, some good, most bad. Um, and the idea that everybody is just a sale waiting to happen. Every no is just a yes. Or a future, not yet. Not yet. You know, sometimes it's a no list. your 100 people that, you know, that you want to, you know, whatever. I'm like this. This is how you lose friends and alienate people. Like, this is not how you sell a product most of the time. Or if they do, what I've noticed more than anything is if somebody jumps into your business because they felt like they couldn't say no or their no wasn't respected or whatever, and they were maybe a people pleaser, it doesn't go well. No. For them or for, for you. Like... Mm-hmm. It, it's just and not. The I'm going to say it. this: If you are a woman in a network marketing MLM direct sales company, and you are sending cold call direct messages to people on Instagram or Facebook or text messages, whatever, um, and you feel like people aren't respecting you, mm-hmm. take a real long hard look at how you are pitching things to people. Oh, because yeah. it's possible you're not respecting them, right? And that is reaping what you're sowing. Right. Also, Um, connection does not count. I've had this happen, which I think might be new ways of training around this idea of just cold calling, pimping people, where it's somebody you don't really know well, but they will send you a friend request because you have mutual friends or whatever. And then they find one thing that they know about you and then they will message you about that one thing. And then you respond back thinking, oh, hey, maybe we're going to have a conversation and get to know each other. And like two messages later... Oh, I have a product for this. Do you want to come to my thing? Do you have whatever? And I'm like, oh, is this the new way to cold yeah. call? Like, and I I feel like inviting people to like, hey, um, I I do this thing and I'm having this. Do you mind if I invite you? Right. Like asking permission and then honoring the answer. Right. And inviting somebody on Facebook, like doing a Facebook event or yeah, some other kind different. of virtual event. That is not the yeah. same. We're not talking about that. Like invite no. all the people we do. But this is where you literally just go and like cold call. Like yeah. you pick up the phone and like, hey, I heard your mom was sick. 
do you have you heard of my essential oils? Like- so I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I had somebody who I was I was sharing something about life with cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. This was a while ago. But I think um, anytime you share anything, anytime you share anything about your health, just be prepared because um, this person sent me a message. I didn't really know them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I honestly think she had just friended me like the week before, <laughs> to be honest. She did the tactic. I kind of knew of her, but right. I didn't really know her. Mm-hmm. And um, she sent me this message making very big claims of mm-hmm. how her product could take me off my medicine. Right. Not knowing my story of, hey, I've been down that road and almost died. Right. Like, it, certain diseases will not be cured by natural things. Right. Just please hear me if you're listening to this and you're in the wellness industry. Stop that. Like you are playing with people's lives. You can lead them to a solution of, hey, this might work well with what you're doing. I don't know if there will be positive reactions in the future as far as like being able to take less medicine. Some people experience that. Some people don't. But it's an option that you could look into if you want more information. I can help you with that. Mm-hmm. But do not sit there and be like, I have the thing that's going to cure you. Right. Because um, I replied back to this person and I, I thanked them. I said, I really appreciate your passion for this. I do need to let you know, though, that um, there is nothing on planet Earth right now mm-hmm. that will cure this disease. So mm-hmm. please do some research before you share that and say that to other people with CF or other diseases like just be aware mm-hmm. that that's not actually true and um she blocked me within two minutes oh that's not surprising i actually yeah. went on a coffee date with somebody one time i was invited over to their house for coffee after i think it was a bible study i don't know um but it was totally a setup because it was like a personal um just it was just her and i at her house but it was like a setup for um i totally remember this do you story? remember yeah. this um, I don't even remember the product. It was some kind of wellness something, you know, it was like, I don't even remember what it is, but it was like that, that the juice that came in like the wine bottle thing oh, or yes. whatever. Yep. I remember that. Um, And like now I realize at this point that everything that she wanted to know or talk about was not going to be a collaboration like, hey, we should work together. It was like, you need to buy this product. And when I didn't, she like literally to this day doesn't really talk to me or interact with me. I'm okay with that. Like, this is probably not somebody I would want in my life necessarily anyway, but it was so rude to me. Like, she had heard my story, like, Mm -hmm. my very vulnerable, like, marriage story at that point. I was still married and Mm -hmm. in the the toxic marriage that I was in. And then, like, totally pimped me in person, like, to my face. I was, I thought we were there for coffee. That is the worst feeling. And to feeling. get to know and each other better. I just have to be honest. I and have, she pretty much kicked me out yeah. after I said I didn't want to buy it. I probably did, did did things maybe not quite as cringy, but close. <laughs> right. Maybe there were a few times where I was cringy because I was trying to do what my leaders were telling me to do. And I know a lot of it. And like, I think when you're no, first starting out. Yeah, like, no shame, you guys. If no. This is what your leader has told you to yeah. do because it is. But it didn't fit. Right. Like it didn't sit right in my soul. And I I know I've lost friendships over that in Mm -hmm. the past. Um, And that's something that I think every woman has to go through every. I don't know that men struggle with it maybe as much as women do, but they might if they're in these industries. um, I would think they're still taught the same way to be. And I I mean, I had a lot of growth with that. And to this day, I am like, I don't feel bad telling people how to work with me, but I don't want to hound you. 
Like right. you're you're an adult, you're a grown person. You can decide if now is the time, if this is right. I will follow up with people like when we do Facebook events, if people say they're interested, but... Or like inviting former clients right. or, yeah, you know, people totally who fine. had attended but in the past. If if people say they're interested in an event and they haven't gotten the ticket yet, I do send a message and say, mm-hmm. hey, I saw you were interested in this. Ticket sales are ending soon. Yep. Here's the link. If you have questions, let me know. We'd love to work with you. And I've had some people <laughs> reply back and say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, thanks. Like, right. I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you picked this thing. <laughs> right. Some people might not realize that they clicked interest. Some people just click things they, and they have and no idea what yeah. they clicked. <laughs> and so I think we have to be brave enough to look at in the mirror when it comes to this whole feeling respected and being respected thing, because sometimes we're acting in ways that makes it hard for people to respect us. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing. And maybe we'll just end with these two things. Like, okay. I'll say this and then you can lead us into this at, at, or I'll lead us into the exercise and you can explain it. Okay. Um, but a woman who is a respected leader respects herself first and other people. Mm-hmm. And she keeps respecting them even if they don't respect her. Because here's the truth. You will not be able to force people to respect you. No matter what you do and how amazing your character is, yep. there are always going to be people who don't respect you. And you can't change that. But you get to choose what you're going to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to stoop to their level, that's up to you. Or you can keep being a woman who respects other people no matter how they treat you. Respect their time. Respect their leadership. Um, treat people like human beings. Like they matter. I think that is the overall theme that was very evident in the answers of the women that filled out this survey of how we as women in leadership positions, whether that is we're a leader in our industry, we're a leader on a team, we are a solopreneur in a business, like whatever that is, whatever being a leader looks like for us as women, we have room to grow when it comes to being respectable human beings that treat people like they matter. Mm-hmm. And that that is eye-opening and sad and also exciting because we... It's not impossible. It can be. It's a. Cha- it can be a challenge it's, that we can rise up. We to. can totally rise to yes. the challenge. So, um, let's end today's episode with just an action step that our listeners can take to step into the shoes of becoming a respected female leader, or even growing deeper as a respected leader. That maybe you're already feeling respect, but you're like, how do I help other people grow in this? Mm-hmm. So a great exercise that you can do is um, for you to think about the women that you respect and admire in leadership. We're we're really good at coming up with the ones we don't like and respect or admire and all of their negative qualities. Let's flip that already today and start thinking about the women we do respect and admire in leadership. What characteristics do they have that make them a great leader who is trusted and valued that that you respect? And this could even be something that you actually journal. If you're a journal, if you like to journal, you can write these down. Um, If not, you can just think about them. I know some people even like to use voice messages and and talk through it. Um, And then the second thing after you do that is think about yourself, um, about who you are as a leader or a business owner or an employee. And what characteristics do you already have that might be similar to the ones that uh, the women that you admire? And which ones do you have room to grow in? Which Mm -hmm. ones do you need to 
um, look at and, you know, maybe start building character mm-hmm. in, in that area. And for for anybody who has felt like, yeah, I want like, I want the deep leadership training that helps me grow into a mature, respected leader. Like, I, I want that. This is it. This is how you do it. You can't skip this part of processing it. Because if you do that, you never go deeper. The beauty and the magic is in the process. It is. Not just in the reading no. and the, you know, just or the filling listening. your brain with information. Like you yeah. actually have to do, some people call it the heart work. Some people mm-hmm. call it the shadow work. It kind of just depends on which. You just have <laughs> which, to put pen to paper right. and get it out. And get it out yep. and think about who you are, what you're doing and what impact that has on the world around you and, and what you want to keep, what you want to change mm-hmm. in that. So um, that's our show. That is that is a big episode. We would highly recommend that you listen to this episode on repeat and really let it settle in your heart and mind and actually do the journal exercise that Rachel just talked you through. Your leadership matters. And it really is time to be intentional about who you are, how you lead. And these are these are the ways that you will become a respected leader in your industry, on your team, and in your business. And be sure to visit the link in the show notes to grab your spot for Fearless Feminine Leadership if that um, commercial really uh, tugged at your heart and, and resonated with you. Go grab that in the show notes. And we will see you on next on the next episode. Hey, Overcomers. We've been in your shoes. We know what it's like to be afraid of seeming like a bitch and not getting the respect we deserve as women in leadership positions. In fact, for over a decade now, kicking that fear in the ass has become the thing we do extremely well, isn't it, Rachel? Absolutely. In fact, registration is now open for Fearless Feminine Leadership. It's the three-day live experience designed to help you overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. It's your chance to kick that fear in the ass and lead like a boss. This is the Rayma Team foundational method that we teach our clients who feel like you crave those nitty-gritty leadership trainings that really cut to the challenging issues that strong leaders face. The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. You dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to and valued and trusted. A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. And you want to lead your team well without sacrificing your health, your family, or the hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment. We're going to teach you how to do all of this and more in fearless feminine leadership. The registration link is in the show notes. So run and grab your spot today. Okay, we will see you on the next episode.